once in a month, and better it be when the moon be full. This is Witching Around, the podcast which explores and celebrates modern day paganism and the community within. We are your hosts, Regan Shanti, a solitary eclectic pagan, a researcher, workshop leader and author. And Jenny Cartledge, hedge druid, writer, academic and speaker. Every month we discuss different aspects of the pagan path and speak to others in the community for their insight and expert knowledge. everyone and welcome to episode 11 of Witching Around which I can also confirm to anyone who was following us on social media we are now at 102 followers on Spotify Woo! <laughs> I mean we were there when the 100th person subscribed but um, yes. I didn't realize we had since got two more so that's that's good going yay <laughs> yay so welcome everyone today we are talking about the event that was well, at time of recording, just held on Saturday, 27th of May, 2023, which was Witchfest Midlands. Um, it was organised, obviously, by Witchfest Events, formerly known as Children of Artemis, who have been going around for years. I don't know the exact number because Merlin did say it to me at the weekend, but I've forgotten. Um, <laughs> but it was organised by Merlin Hearn, Pathboard for Clarity and Hedney Norn. And we, uh, Regan and I, had the great honour, as always, of being speakers at this event. So uh, I had a whale of a time. How about you, Regan? Yeah, a great time. Um, and actually, as I worked out with my other half, it's actually my 10th year as a speaker. Oh, wow. Was, yeah, the first time I did it was 2013. It's, I'm, it was Artemis Gathering, so it's not officially 10 years, It's but it's nearing it. August will be 10 years. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been over 10 years since Merlin asked me, but I wasn't actually available for 2012. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a very quiet one for me, but it was still a good one. I um, did a talk on the goddess of creativity, which in Hinduism is Saraswati. So I did a lot of focus on her and we did a ritual at the end, which everyone seemed to enjoy. And they took home a little freebie at the end as well, which they quite enjoyed. And had a good chat with uh, some of the attendees, which was lovely. And... Yeah, that was pretty much, that's pretty much what I'd say about it. It was all very, very fun, all very wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then I spent the rest of the time just corralling after my toddler. That's <laughs> <laughs> very useful. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So what about yours, Jen? Uh, yeah, it was good. Um, It was uh, busy. As I don't know where the time goes for these events. I really don't. You know, you kind of, you wake up in the, in the morning, something, it feels like it's hours before you're talking. And then suddenly it's there, and yes. suddenly it's over, and then suddenly the whole event is over, and it's just like, where did the day go? Um, so my talk this year was uh, branching out a little bit, because normally I do talks on um, finding your path and being comfortable in your path, and this year I, I decided quite early on that's what I was going to do, but then I was very last minute writing it. Um but I did a talk on archaeology and paganism, um, which was not only quite well attended for me. Um, I think my last talk at Witchfest wasn't necessarily so well attended, but um, also halfway through the venerable, peace be upon him, Professor Ronald Hutton walked into my talk, which was scary, um, but also kind of incredible that he felt like 
you should come to my talk. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, the rest of the event, obviously, um, doing podcast stuff, um, helped Witchfest um out a little bit with something that's hopefully coming on later on i won't talk too much won't talk about it now um and yeah just seeing lots of friends talking to people about my talk getting you know a few people sort of talked to me afterwards which is unfortunately meant i missed yours which is obviously some, it was yes. on my list of ones to come <laughs> to i'm so sorry um but yeah i did sort of get um hijacked a couple of times um sorry you know it's like for those listening our talks were literally in the rooms next to each other one after the other and (laughs) I came at the end of my talk because I was very sort of close to the deadline um I talked for a lot longer than I thought I was going to talk um and yeah I had people coming up to me as I was trying to put my stuff away and then and let the other people come in and then trying to um you know leave the room and then other people come in oh I just want to talk to you about this and that and I'm like great I've got places to go and then obviously by the time that had finished it was sort of like I didn't want to obviously I knew you were doing a ritual as part of it I just couldn't remember if it was at the end or another part so I'm like don't want to disturb her I'll just let her go with it and I'll go and scream a bit Ronald Hutton outside um but uh yeah oh I can't believe it's 10 years since you started doing workshops that's yeah it's absolutely mad I Genuinely can't remember when my first talk was at RMS. Um, no, when was mine? No, I'm trying to think. You didn't start that much longer after me. It was, I think no. it's only been like a couple of years. Was it 2014 maybe? Or I don't remember. Um, it certainly wasn't my first RMS gathering because, yeah, that was a whole different kettle of fish. Um, that yeah, was the one where your tent blew over, wasn't it? No, my first Artemis gathering was fine. Um, I stayed the whole time. I think. My oh yes, you did fire one, that first one. Yeah, the second time my tent blew over. Yeah. Because we were at the, the tail end of a hurricane, or a hurricane was just about to hit, or something. The tail end of a hurricane yeah. was just about to hit, and it was mis- I, I didn't have fun that Artemis gathering because it was pretty miserable all weekend, and mm. I was camping with people, but I never saw them, and I was felt a bit low that weekend. Um, so it must be the one is either the one after that or the one after that because there was definitely one I missed because of a friend's wedding but I think it might have been 2014 because 2012 was the first one I went to so I think 2014 was the first time I gave a talk um, which was pretty incredible but even just thinking about that is mental um, and we obviously met face to face properly <laughs> at yes. the <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Which Fest International. Was that my first one? Was that 2011? Ah, uh, I don't actually know. I think it might have been. Because 2011 was my first one. And back in the day, um, Children of Artemis used to have forums. And shout out to anyone who remembers the Children of Artemis forums, because they were great. I loved them. Yes, um, and shout out if you actually remember the two of us from the forums. Shout out us if you remember... Reg and Shanti and Wavy Woo. Was I was I was I Wavy Woo? Was I just I yes. might have just been Wave. Um, oh, hang on, on no, you were just. I think wave. I was just Wave Wave yeah. on the forums. Shout out if you remember that. Um, and yeah, I remember you saying on the forum, "Oh, look out for me! I'm wearing a uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the um company now. Oh, my skirt was Isifay. That was it, and um. 
you're like, yeah, I'm wearing this and a white horse and stuff like that. And I'm like, in a sea full of goths, you probably will stand out. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I reckon you must have been on the same train as me because I or something, or you were staying very close I, by. I would have been staying at the Jury's Inn at that time. Yeah, because I saw you in Sainsbury's. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sure that's Reagan. I'm sure that's her. Um, and yeah, we were kind of ended up sat near each other in the atrium, I think. And I'm like, excuse me, are you? And you're like, yes. I'm like, hi. <laughs> and she's not been able to get rid of me since. No. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, <laughs> so what's been your favourite things about Witchfest or Artemis Gatherings in the past? Because I know that these events hold a lot for us. They have a lot of special meaning for both of us. Yeah, Oh, I don't, I think, well, Witchfest International in particular, especially when it's been at Croydon, all the Brighton ones were awesome. It's like coming home. And I know we've said this before, and a lot of other people have said it before, but just being somewhere where everyone kind of, I mean, I would say we know each other, but more like on a on a higher level, because we all have that kind of, that vein of paganism linking us all together. And, oh God, sounds like such a hippie. But <laughs> it's just having that space where you can just be you, because... You know, we're a lot of us, we tend to keep our pagan side sort of struck down in our normal day-to-day lives because otherwise people think we're a little bit strange. And, um, and people were thinking like, about be- that before, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I mean, I'm in my job, I am considered a little bit strange, but, you know, uh, I'm a, a children's dance teacher with tattoos and purple hair. So <laughs> I, I'm generally quite weird, but that's why the kids love me. But obviously I can't really talk about paganism in front of them because it's not really the right context for it so being able to be with a bunch of people that I can really talk to and just be uninhibitedly me has always been my favorite part and I've been I've been attending since 2000 and I want to say 2005 was my first witch fest yeah it was witch fest England 2005 was my very first one and I haven't missed one since with all the other events it's all just been about just the friendship and then as you Attend over the years, you make friends, you see people regularly, so like you and Kath and, and Hayden and a bunch of other people that I've met at Witchfest. And it's nice just to see everyone again. And then you've got all the workshops and the talks and you get to learn loads of stuff. And then you get to do lots and lots of shopping. I do like the shopping. <laughs> yes, I'm surprised by how little shopping I did at Midlands this year. Actually, yeah, actually... Although I do have financial constraints, but yes, same. But yeah, it's amazing that I came in with cash and not only did I come home with some cash left over, but I didn't use my card this time, which is normally what I do. I'm like, oh, I've only got a, I've got a couple, I've got a tenner left in my wallet. So I better use my my uh, my card for a little while. I didn't do that this time, which I'm quite impressed by. I think it was more more restraint than it was actually the what the sellers had to offer. I thought was, there was so much cool stuff on offer. I'm genuinely shocked by that. Yeah, by you and your restraint, <laughs> knowing what you're like at these markets, just like oh, well that's nice. Especially seeing as me and another friend, certainly at the beginning, were following Reagan around, just going buy it. But every time she saw something, buy it, buy it. It did work at the first two stores because I bought that tarot art did. and that little recipe box, which I'm very oh, that's beautiful. To yes, I need some correctly sized note cards to go in there first though before I continue okay yes <laughs> yes I mean I, I mean I've got loads of pretty card I can just chop up into the right size cool yeah yeah it was it wasn't for lack of wanting things trust me I could have spent no absolutely not on so many stalls but um yeah it was 
one the wrong side of payday for me yeah always is um and obviously i've got a great expense coming up later in this year because i am going off on holiday to japan for three weeks which is not related to this podcast whatsoever but yeah very good reason for not spending quite as much money as i would normally do at which so yeah which best like i said my first one was 2011 uh artemis uh artemis no 2011 which best international in croydon my first artemis was 2012 which i'm really annoyed about because i think i learned about artemis too late about it being in banbury because i used to live in banbury (laughs) (laughs) it was only up the road from me and i had no idea i was so annoyed um but yeah there's so many people i met at that first witch fest international who either it was speakers or you know yourself or a couple of other friends who were speakers as well um who have now either become speakers and become that part of that which that witch fest speaker family uh but also just speakers who have ended up becoming my friends which is bizarre in all levels Um, yes certainly because one of the first I remember that the first talks that I went to the very first one was I believe Hutley and Henry Mm -hmm. and chat to her on Facebook quite a bit um certainly when she's putting posts up about her dogs and things like that comments yes. one before this uh and then barbara michael john free who did one on um scottish witchcraft and stuff and yeah she was just fantastic and now every time we're at events it's you know we always say hi to each other we always hug we always have chat and just that having that connection with those people who once upon a time were up there for me you know yes that unobtainable level and now we too are giving talks at these events and I think that's kind of incredible it is Um, yeah so what's been your favorite part of witch fest what's what's your favorite memory of witch fest or RMS gathering or oh oh, that's a tough one oh let me think um I have a few from Artemis um ones that jump out to my mind are um, my very first Artemis, which was 2006, and I went with a couple of my friends, and um, it, I was 18. I'd literally just turned 18 a few months earlier, <laughs> and uh, so my friend decided it was going to be the time to introduce me to Mead because she tried to get me to do it at Witch Fest England, which was no in, international the year before, and I said no because I was 17 at the time, and I was like, no, I'm not going to break the rules. I'm a good girl. So she got to August and she's like, right, here you go, have some mead. And I promptly went, it went right to my head because I actually hadn't had any alcohol before this point. I think I'd probably had like a sip of WKD at some point. And that was it. And then so my first foray into drinking alcohol was mead, which for those of you who have not, who don't know about it, is 14% Moniac mead is 14% alcohol. So that was, uh, that was a good first drink, at which point I uh, decided to, climb the climbing frame in uh, in the Banbury scout camp and fell off and ripped the skirt so that's one of my <laughs> first memories of Artemis <laughs> okay I'm laughing because Jenny's got a he- uh, head in her hands right now <laughs> <laughs> and since um, that sip of mead Regan has never been the same again um <laughs> okay it sounds like I'm a, a complete drunk but I'm not I actually the last time I actually had a proper glass of like anything remotely usually alcoholic was 2020 and then I had a bottle of cider when we went to the British Museum 
And that is it. That's all I've had in the last three years. I get the reputation I'm drunk a lot of the time, but honestly, I'm not. <laughs> not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> when my son is old enough for me to be able to alcohol. Oh, I think I think the other some of my other favorite moments. I think it's just like as you said, just be, being friends with speakers that previously seemed like that unattainable, far away. I think actually, do you know what? No, my her, my top memory of Artemis Gathering is being on the Meet the Witches panel last year. That was oh, amazing. Yes. yes. yes I, I'm, I'm, was... I've gone from that being kind of like this far away thing that I kind of sort of participate in from the back while I'm eating my cheesy chips to actually being part of the panel. And also keeping an eye on my toddler who was running around, made a break for it, and then came back and tried to steal Dave Bud's cider. <laughs> I mean, in his defense, yeah, it looked like juice. <laughs> To be fair, yes. Uh, yeah, that was funny. But yeah, yeah, there's just so many good moments. Like my first firewalk, definitely. Yeah, is up there. Um, and what else? So first firewalk at Artemis Gathering. It's one of my top memories. One of my other Artemis Gathering top memories is being sat outside. This was when we were at the Banbury site. Sat outside the Taurus Lodge at near enough two o'clock in the morning. This is the only time I have stayed up that late and been at the club well I've stayed up later than that Artemis Gathering but the latest I've stayed up and actually gone to the club and I was it was a really warm night I was sat outside with my friend dancing to well she was dancing to David Bowie magic dance from Labyrinth and <laughs> I had the camp's cat in my lap curled up and was just enjoying life and I was there I had a drink it was great I loved it um for Midlands, uh, for Midlands, for Witchfest, uh, aside from a mild panic of Ronald Hutton walking into my talk, which will forever be core memory for me now, um, <laughs> I think my first one and just feeling part of something bigger than myself. Yeah. Um, knowing that there was more of me out there um, and that I wasn't such a weirdo. Um, I mean, I am a weirdo, but unacceptable level of weirdo in this in this place um also standing in the queue in my first witch fest because I went with my friends and um it was when they had I can't remember the name now the ladies the the Morris answers who had come up from Cornwall who Cassandra Latham Jones was part of is it Boeka and the Morris group or something I and honestly they have the, can't it's remember Bo, it's Boeka the but Wicca's the horse head yes. that they have with it as well, yeah. So I had gone to the shop uh, in London, in London, I was in London, gone to the shop by my friend's place in London, and they had a 10p witch's hat because they were selling off all their Halloween stuff. So obviously I bought it. Got of course, yes. <laughs> so I was, I put that on in the crowd and then they came out and Bawekka stole my hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... The first time we were back at International after Brighton as well, um, I gave the opening blessing, which is the first time I've ever done anything like that. And one, it was terrifying. And two, it was amazing. Um, and then just being able to sort of walk around and it really felt like coming home. Certainly that one for me, although Brighton was incredible. And then we had the gear where we had the market and some talks in Reading. Um, just that sense of homecoming, I think to yeah. and everyone was there just enjoying themselves um 
I bumped into people who I'd always spoken to online but never met face to face before. Laura Dalligan for one. Um and yeah, I think just that night has just ended up leading to so many positive things on my path and in other aspects of my life as well. Obviously being far more involved with Witchfest, doing bits and pieces than I ever have been. It's just been incredible. So yeah, I think those are my my top moments, but you know, there's so many. There's so many. Like I've got memories from all sorts, whether it's bands or talks or meeting people or just sharing and stuff. It's just all been yeah pretty cool really when you said music it also just occurs to me because it's been a while since i've been able to attend any of the music parts of Witchfest because of having a toddler i was like i'm gonna do Witchfest this year because incubus succubus are back and that is one of my key favorite Ooh. moments i remember i can't remember what year it was but at the time i was obsessed with the song heart of lilith and it's complete coincidence that this happened but when they launched into heart of lilith that year uh, Candy pointed into the audience and said, I dedicate the song to you, and she pointed directly at me. And it's finally <laughs> coincidental because we didn't know each other at that time. We weren't friends on Facebook. So complete and total coincidence, but that was just that just made my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that is incredible. She's actually dedicated my favorite song to me. And I have every intention of being at the concert again this year. Enough of us waffling because we're going to add some other people's waffle this time around. More waffling. Podcast. We've uh, we've interviewed a selection of people that were just Smithers. I say we, Jenny. I was too shy to actually approach anyone. You were with they me. Said, you were near me for a couple of them. I'm sure I like was. <laughs> yes. And um, if I'm not able to edit it out, you will hear my son shouting at one of them because he wanted to be outside and we said no because it was too hot. And he got a bit cross with that. So you might hear him yelling in the background at one point. Um, but we did talk to some people about why they go to Witchfest, what they like about it, and any witchy tips they'd like to share with the audience. Right, that was my cat. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we also uh, interviewed some speakers as well. Um, so they will all, they gave a little bit of information about what their talks were about this year. Um, and you know, sort of give you an idea as to what kind of information, if you haven't been to a Witchfest event before, give you an idea as to what goes on, really, what the talks are and, you know, what kind of information that you can really get from from these events. Um, and just share, people just shared what they love about them. And one of the things that I loved about it was that the views were pretty much all the same. Yeah. Um, not to put you off from listening, there are, there are differences, but... A lot, there was a lot on the sense of community, the sense of family, which is something that we have definitely experienced through these events now. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that we share ourselves, we are ourselves and, you know, we share our knowledge and people share their crafts and we can get things that, you know, we we can't get in the day-to-day world at these events, you know? Um, mm, yeah. can't generally just pop out to a local store. If you can, then amazing. But I can't. Yeah, there are some parts of the... UK where you can just roll yeah. into town and there's shops everywhere there's a shop where you can buy all your witchy herbs and candles and everything else but yeah for a lot of us these are the places to get these things certainly if you want to actually you know see them and handle them and all that kind of stuff so uh yeah I think it just goes on to show just how incredible these events are and how valued they are and if nothing else just how 
much of a bloody good time everybody has. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can pretty much have a shut up, Cassie. You can pretty much have just an amazing time just walking around the stalls and attending even just one talk. Yeah. And, and you might find yourself like discovering stuff that you hadn't even thought of as well. I mean, actually, Absolutely. the first time I started using movement in my magical practice was a talk at Witchfest. Um, by Marielle Holman who she's only ever done that one talk and she did something on using dance and I thought that was just such an incredible idea that I started exploring it for myself and then it all just kind of snowballed from there yeah and it wouldn't Unlike... have been for that talk that I w- might not have considered it I'd thought about it but thought mm, does anyone really do that it turns out they do <laughs> <laughs> and my first witch fest going to uh, 2011 one of the talks that I went to uh, was Ronald Hutton uh, talking about the ancient religions of Britain, I think was the title of the talk. And basically the one tiny aspect of that talk where he talked about an altar that was found up in Dumbartonshire in Scotland essentially led to my talk this year. So, you know, that's going back 12 years. That Those little things, you know, those those tiny moments, those little things can then sort of snowball in a good way to something bigger and better and you know do more things and stuff like that so yeah the fact that he also rocked up when I was just talking about that bit about talk about that bit in my talk yes (laughs) was just like (laughs) I fangirl anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I I probably would have reacted the same way if he turned up to mine or I mean she's not been able to attend for a while but if Kate West just rocked up to one of my talks I'd probably pass out yeah Quite the momentous occasion. Uh, with no further ado, we'll move on to our um, all the interviews that we had this weekend. Enjoy. Enjoy. So hi, Moira. Thanks for speaking to us on the podcast. Oh, so we so are welcome. we are here at Witchfest Midlands. So, what is it about the Witchfest events that you like the most? I really love the variety of interesting talks on a huge range of different topics that aren't just witchcraft, but maybe about folklore and history and story and how these speakers are always so graciously uh, able to answer all of our questions. Uh, I really love the the diversity of of people at Witchfest and getting the opportunity to meet people that I don't see outside of these circles. So one of the things I, I really, really love the most about witchcraft is just the sheer amount of things going on here. There are there are pagan retail that we don't normally get. There are pagan friends who who congregate here year after year, who you build relationships with. The speakers are always amazing. And of course, Dave and Catherine's Children Martimus are just absolutely splendid to put this on for us. And I, I just love coming here. I've been coming to Witchfest for uh, a long, 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 long time. And it makes my heart sing every time I come along. It really does. I know. I've been coming for longer than I care to admit yeah. at this point. But, you know, absolutely adore it. So you are giving a talk here with Philip Heselton. So what is it? What is your talk about? That's right, Jenny. So Philip and I will be talking about Operation Cone of Power. In 1940, it was been rumoured that Gerald Gardner and his, his original coven uh, created a ritual uh, using a, a cone of power to stop the invasion from seas by the German armies in the beginning of World War II. So that's essentially what we're talking about. Philip and I collaborated on a novel based around all of this, and we will be talking about what a cone of power is and how 
our witches, the ones who kind of founded a lot of modern witchcraft techniques, would have got together and, and, and done that. So that's what Philip and I will be talking about later on. Perfect. Mm. And can you give us one witchy tip that you may or may not have learned at Witchfest? Oh, gosh, one witchy tip that I think I would like everybody to know is to follow your intuition. If something feels right, it probably is right. If something feels a little bit icky, it might be a little bit icky. Going with your gut instincts about how to practice witchcraft and how to develop your skills, your intuition, and your own variety of magic. There is no one right way. There are lots of different right, right ways for each individual witch. So follow your intuition and, and keep shining, keep doing magic and come to things like this because it really does help to expand your your social circles and your knowledge about witchcraft just keep asking those questions and we'll be all right absolutely yeah. thank you very much oh you're welcome it's a pleasure okay and we're going so first question uh why witchfest why do you keep coming to witchfest i think witchfest is this really good place to meet new people meet people from different paths and there's something new every single time if I compare some events where the same people are coming year after year. So I think that's that's my reason. Also of course meeting French. That's uh that's oh, the yeah, other part other part of that. that uh, <laughs> there is a lot of people who I don't meet outside of each rest so so that's yes. one definitely one of the reasons. Yeah. Um so you're giving a talk a little later. Can you just tell us a little bit about what your talk is on? I'm, I'm doing a workshop about step-by-step uh, -step spells. So it's about that can we actually create the spell uh, really easily flo uh, following a recipe kind of structured and have a talk that how people actually then create their spells and could it be, could it be just following a recipe and could it work for some people or not? So it's more like a try out workshop. I don't think anybody will create their spells like that, but to get people something to think about the spells. That's really cool. I like that. And then lastly, um, what is one witchy tip that you would pass on to our listeners? I think the most important thing is to come to events, meet people, podcasts, books, anything that's great. Also, just doing something is great, but when you go out and meet people, that's the... the that's when you actually then get some, can I say, mirror to your own own uh, ideas. Yeah. And then you actually learn and you get new tips. Exactly. <laughs> uh -huh. So so that's that's kind of the thing. So that I think that's my best witchy tip for anybody because when you see new people, you you also get new ideas. Why do you come to Witchfest? Um, well, I've been coming now for about eight years and initially it was a boyfriend saying to me you fancy going to pagan events and i just went yes and he went online and it was all talked about in the switch fest event and we just went yes and we've loved it ever since and become part of the community really <laughs> because i like to see uh, like-minded people i love the atmosphere i love to see the speakers come to see uh Friends like Barbara and Flavia um, and Cat, oh, mm -hmm. uh, if she'd have been yeah. well enough. Um, I like looking around at the stalls, picking up things that I wouldn't normally be able to pick up at other places unless I went to specific shops 
and unfortunately some of the specific shops are closing mm -hmm. around here um I have been to Witchfest up in Glasgow as well years and years ago. Oh, wow. Yes. And that was amazing as well. So just like the overall atmosphere, the ambience of it. Um, I've been coming for 20 years and I just love it. The atmosphere and all the people are so lovely and it's like a family away from my family at home. Because it's like home away from home, it's a fun place to um, meet like-minded people who are, well, you know you're in a safe place when you're at a Witchfest event. So if anything did was to go wrong, you know immediately people will be there to back you up, to help you out. Um, and it's a fun day away from the mundanity of normal normalcy, where you actually can learn something in a comfortable environment. Why do you come to Witchfest events? Why do I come to Witchfest events? Yes. Um, I started going to, well, I started speaking at Artemis events when I started going, to be fair. <laughs> so, does that help? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, I'm, our ladders are Clan Dolman, and Clan Dolman and our children of Artemis have always kind of got on really well. And the Dolman, as you know, gig at Artemis gatherings and at Witchfest International and so um, I was invited to talk at Artemis gathering and I really enjoyed it and I've been coming and speaking at Witchfest events ever since which is really cool <laughs> and I've only been coming to Witchfest Midlands the last few years because I applied last year and, and this year and um, yeah it was kind of I'm really glad to be back here. It's been really yeah. nice. So you did a talk earlier. Can you just tell us a little bit about what it was about? My talk earlier was about man's journey with the crow and how the crow has been perceived by various civilizations over time um, and how he continues to be perceived really by today's neo-pagans and who knows where it'll end up. And lastly, only a couple of questions. Um, if you had one pagan or witchy tip to give to our listeners, what would it be? Follow your own path. Be true to yourself. And always, always know thyself, witch. <laughs> so what's your favourite thing about Witchfest? people really hanging out with friends. Um, I love the talks. The speakers are wonderful. <laughs> and I get to spend money on goodies. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Listening to certain speakers on different uh, topics. Um, can I do a such as? Absolutely. Yeah, yep. such as Barbara's workshop, just, um, and obviously Professor Ronald Hutton. Um, and. Just gen generally learning, because you're always learning. So learning new things, seeing new things, you know, and also the stalls. <laughs> obviously, yeah. obviously stalls. Yeah. They make our purses very light. Um, yeah, true. Um, meeting everybody, uh, mead. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> uh, Dave the Bad. 
seeing people each year and reconnecting with people that you've not seen for a year? Um, my favourite part about Richfest is meeting up with my friends who we're all over the country, so we don't see each other that often. Why do you come to Richfest? Well, I think is the main thing is sharing, is uh, to sharing and help. And uh, because of what I do and what I offer with my product is also a way I help people. Mm -hmm. And uh, to support the community and to meet new and old friends. <laughs> um, what's your favourite part about coming to Witchfest? It's just the connection with the people, yes. And the, um, the support and the trust, mm -hmm. the mutual trust and being able to have, yeah, definitely, yes. the connection and the sharing. And is there a tip that you could give our listeners on their pagan or spiritual paths? Uh, ultimately to follow their own... Well, this is the fact. There is, there is a lot of knowledge that comes from outside and people that can teach you and that is good. But ultimately, the goal, I think, of every evolution is being able to be your own light and your own guide. And so I would say to do those simple practices as can be centering meditation and keep spiritual hygiene and connect with your, your higher self and work on self-development. And uh, because that is, I believe, to be the most important part, ultimately in our unfolding as spiritual being in this physical body. So stay true to yourself and... Uh, Learn to listen to yourself and be your own guide. That's what I personal my yes. Do you have any witchy tips or pagan tips to pass on to our listeners? Um, don't be scared to change your paths. Make sure that you do everything with respect and research before you settle on a path because so many people end up changing your path because they didn't do enough research. Well, other than to come to a witch fest. That's a great um, one. <laughs> yeah, I would say follow your heart. Follow what your ancestors are telling you. And do what you feel is right. If it feels right inside, then go for it. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of that, actually. I can't remember how it was phrased when I heard it first, but basically read widely and trust your gut. But at the same time, be aware that there are people out there who are quite happy to either peddle bad information or take you down the garden path without, you know, anything to actually back up what they're saying. So read widely so you've got a wide base of knowledge to then be able to follow your gut onto the path that actually is yours. I started coming to Witchfest when I was really young and it was one of my first like forays into the wider pagan community. So it kind of feels like coming home now. It's It's been going on for so long. I didn't come until the early 2010s, I think. It was like 2011 or 12, my first one, and it was to Croydon. And so to now it's just like coming back home to the community 
that introduced me to this weird, wonderful, magical world, if that makes sense. Absolutely. What's your favourite part about Witchfest? I think I enjoy the experience of going to the talks the most because you never know quite you, you can read a title and you can guess what the talk's going to be about but you never fully know what you'll get out of it and sometimes the talks that uh, i hope this doesn't sound rude but sometimes you get dragged into a talk by a friend or a loved one that you're with and you think oh gosh i don't really want to listen to that but then that turns out to be the one that talks about the most inspiring thing and so the talks to me have always been like the best part because they blow my mind and it's just lovely to be able to meet people that are quite influential in the community as well like Ronald Hutton and Philip Hesselton and Mario Hodgkinson oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh I know tell me about it um and then the last question is do you have a tip a witchy tip or a pagan tip that you could give our listeners on the podcast Ooh, my tip whenever someone asks me if I have any witchy tips is always to say follow inspiration wherever it leads because inspiration is divine so being a welsh witch we call it awen divine inspiration and if you follow what brings you joy and what gives you inspiration and what makes you feel like your very soul is literally on fire then you will never go wrong with where, where that leads you so like the times when my path has felt like it's stagnated have always been when i've ignored that call so it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter if you're the type of person who's deeply into heathenism and you feel the call of a sin for sea witchery do it just dive in and let that inspiration flow and take hold of you and immerse yourself in it if you are interested in going to Witchfest in any other future events, we have got Witchfest International later this year. And then we will have all manner of events next year, including the Artemis Gathering is coming back. Yay! Yay! So uh, it will be on the show notes. Yeah, so witchfest.net is the place to go to book your tickets. And if you are a prospective trader, the sign-up forms are on there as well. So... The more the merrier. Keep them coming. And you can find Witchfest and Witching Around on Facebook. Uh, if you search for our name, it should come up. We are also on Twitter. Witchfest is on Instagram. And hopefully we too will very shortly be on Instagram as well. So keep an eye out for that. If you have got any comments, any requests, any topics you want brought up on Witching Around, then please contact us on social media and we will do our best. Yes, and if you'd like to be a guest to talk about anything in particular, um, uh, yeah, let us know. Yes, by all means, if you want to be a guest, please contact us. And uh, yeah, we've got some really good speakers, hopefully lined up in the next coming podcasts. So uh, yeah, keep an eye out for those as well. Okay, until next month, blessed be. Blessed be, and thank you for listening. This has been Witching Around with your hosts, Regan Shanti and Jenny Cartledge. It was developed by Regan Shanti and is sponsored by Witchfest. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook by searching A Witch's Podcast. Remember to rate, review and subscribe on Spotify. It helps other people to find the podcast. Our intro-outro music was From the Ashes by Solas. Thank you for walking this path with us. Merry, Merry meet and, and blessed be. be.